All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here. Welcome to Bull Bear Radio. Market pricing is nuts. Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber. Down 77%. You know what you need to recover from that? A miracle. WBI brings you wealth-building market insights. Hi, I'm Matt Schreiber, and it's August. This is another episode of Bull Bear Radio. Here we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, earnings. Obviously, a lot, hot. Of, a lot it's of, com- hot. lot of companies reporting here. Uh, earnings have been excellent. Got some earnings excellence here going. You know, dividend doctor, what do you think? August, a hot month. Earnings are hot. Yeah, hot. How hot? Really hot. So according to uh, uh, Fact Set, through last week, right? And we, yeah. we can get an update from you. I think you even have fresher data than oh, I I've, do. Oh, I've got through this morning, brother. Wow, wow. But through last week, right? So I like to keep track of week over week because, you know, today's earnings, yesterday's earnings. Who cares? Anyway, so we got 21.2% growth. You know, at the beginning of this quarter, they were That's talking- That's earnings about, growth? Yep. Earnings growth. They were talking about 18%. We're way above the 18% yep. growth rate projected. We're at 212 Last quarter, that's fact set. Yep, that's fact set. Last quarter, they were saying that last quarter was going to be the peak of earnings season. Not, uh, not even so fast, my friends. Close. Not so fast, my not friends. So fast. As, as my, right. as uh, one of my favorite uh, TV personalities, Lee Corso, would say. Uh, which, which, by the way, college football, man, this month starts. Man, starts. I can't wait. Go Gamecock country, baby. Yeah. Look out. The Gamecocks, Gamecocks man. man. All right. So, hey, earnings uh, via Bloomberg hey, here. 379 companies yeah. reporting. Okay. Right? Uh, 379, so a lot. Got a lot. 24.5% earnings growth. Whoa. I like your number better. Killer, man. Killer. What's Whoa. what's 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 uh, facts that saying on the revenue, man? Revenue side. This is big, man. And by the People way, big don't... beats here. Analyst expectations have been blown out of the water so Absolutely. far. Absolutely. That's what I was saying. It was 18 times expected. We're up to 21.3. And then we've got 9.3% on revenue growth, projecting about <laughs> eight. Not so fast, my friends. 9.97, so says the Bloomberg Terminal. Whoa. Again, I like Bloomberg's numbers. Bloom, They're Bloomberg's higher. numbers are looking a little bit better. But, you know, folks, this is really important. So not only didn't earnings peak in the first quarter like uh, our friends at Caterpillar, they should you know, oh. stick to moving dirt. Yeah. Instead of forecasting uh, whether or not we're at the well, peak earnings well, cycle. Well, they, they pretty much, uh, you know, buried... Uh, along with these uh, terrible tariffs, uh, the market's momentum here. So we do have an overhang. I'm blaming it on the. I'm I'm blaming it on the big cat. Amen. From a geopolitical standpoint, you know, we still have a lot of noise. We've got a lot of people beating different tom toms. We're going into midterms. We got all kinds of stuff going on that has essentially interfered with the tone of investor expectation, but the fundamentals are phenomenal. So we have phenomenal fundamentals. Check this out. Wall Street Journal, right? Talk about a lot of noise. U.S. multinats, you know, multinational corporations. Yeah, man. Their earnings were better 
than the the folks who didn't have as much exposure from an exportation standpoint. Oh yeah, the right? ter- the terrible tax. The, they ta- grew twenty five percent year over year on earnings versus the nineteen percent that uh, companies who didn't have that overna- uh, international overseas revenue stream. Man, the trial- they're growing faster. Trials and tribulations of terrible tariffs are not impacting the economy or companies negatively yet. yet. Did yet. you know? Did you know? But everybody's acting like it is. That 44% of companies that have reported so far have mentioned the word tariff in their uh, earnings reports. No way. Yeah. And they think it's going to be okay? And out of the 44% that mentioned it, 60% who mentioned it said that it didn't have any impact on their quarterly results. Hmm. Not yet. Hmm. Huh. So maybe 24% are blaming their results on tariffs. Right. So the the big winners, 25 at 31, uh, reporting in the energy sector, 112% increase in earnings, 21% sales growth. I mean, that's pretty stunning. Look, the materials guys, right, with the tariffs have been taken out to the woodshed to a certain extent. But, man, are they posting some earnings growth, 47% rise in earnings, revenues up 15%. I mean, that's pretty good. And even the industrials, which have gotten smoked. From a price standpoint. From a price standpoint in the market, right? 16% earnings growth, 8% sales growth. That's pretty good. It's middle of the pack. Now, information technology with a little about half the sector reporting, 48 to 71, right? 38% earnings growth and 15% sales growth. That's one of the best. Uh, it's, it's second best to energy materials is third best, believe it or not. Um, so I, I mean, it, it, a strong earnings season across the board, um, you know, consumer discretionary, 18% earnings growth, 9% sales growth so far. And that's what the, uh, again, uh, probably two thirds of the sector reporting. That's some good stuff, man. What are you thinking? Man, you know what surprised me so far? Telecom. <laughs> They're talking about a 30% growth number on earnings in telecom. 31.6. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, tele- telecom. AT&T and Verizon drive growth for the sector. Telecom, I've got 22% earnings, two companies out of three uh, reporting here, and, and 1% on the sales growth. So it's really, as you've always said, you know, the revenue side of things, man, that, that could be disappointing next quarter from an earnings perspective, potentially, but you right? Know, you know, if you look at the uh, projected earnings uh, growth rate, you know, for, oh, quarter over quarter. So Yeah, they've increased, I've noticed, where, where next year, mid-year uh, on, on the Bloomberg here, the chart was basically flat by Q2 of 2019. Now we're looking at almost 10% earnings growth and in the 5% range on revenue growth. It was like a zero like last quarter, so you is, know, what, is what was being projected. So, you know, the the media analysts and investors seem to think that a ten percent growth rate on top of today's twenty percent growth rate is is bad. Somehow, somehow bad. bad. It's great. Now wait a minute. Last year we had high double digit growth rates. You know what I think we should do? And we're compounding on top of that right now at a twenty percent compounded earnings growth rate, 10% almost for revenue. Yeah. Next year, we're supposed to have a paltry 
10% growth rate in earnings, 11% On, on this massive growth. On top of massive the growth. massive compounded growth we currently have. People just don't get it, man. I think this is pretty good. Hey, And you want to know what's really interesting? We were at a 20 forward P.E. multiple on the S&P at the beginning of the year. We're down to a 16.7 on forward P.E., right? And depending on who you're looking at, because okay. Bloomberg's got a little higher than that. The trailing P.E. is still 24, interestingly I enough. I understand, but get a grip, right? Expected earnings, typically analyst expectations, even though these guys are wrong, 50% or more of the time, they still drive markets. People, that's just the information that they look at. The thing that's interesting to me is if you take the delta, the difference between 19 and 16.7, which is what facts are 20, excuse me, and 16.7, I've got, you know, 3.3%, which is a 15% value differential, mm -hmm. right? So right now, based on where we were at the beginning of the year, the market was real comfortable with a forward uh, P.E. multiple of around 20, and it's lower today because earnings have been phenomenal and prices yep. haven't moved much. No. I think, as we've said, no, we've had like there's a some upside potential in the market if we can get some of this political negativity overhang out of the way of the market. You For know, sure. last week, we had we've Europe had a, and the U.S., essentially come to an agreement on putting together a fantastic improved no tariff zero tariff uh trade deal meanwhile we have more and talk you know, it on boosts, china it boosted and then the market more, then they're trying to tear apart what he said and she said in terms of europe and the u.s and but wait a minute we got one of three we're having big, a, 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 a trump on. tariff dump yes trump we, dump but we have one of on three big trading markets seems to be reconciled positively no kidding with europe i know and the news is mexico's good right mm -hmm. canada is almost good so the nafta side that's number two that should drop positively and that's, soon that's like most of worldwide economic production and then we've got china right now things in china are a little bit more difficult because you know if you want to open markets in China and you happen to be a tech company, you happen to have intellectual property that's worth anything in China, they make you give them your intellectual property for them to open the markets to you. That doesn't sound good to me. No, that's what we're fighting against. That's what President Trump wants to reconcile. This has been there forever. No one's had the uh, courage to, you know, go to China and say, this isn't yeah. right. You know this what? isn't fair. You know what that's this like? This is actually the opposite of fair. You know what that's like? That's like us giving, you know, BlackRock or Vanguard our active intellectual property that had us down, you know, single digits or, or in the teens in 2008. We're going to tell them how to do that? No. No, no way. No. Oh, here you go. It's I'll just fair. give it to you guys because you're real cool over there. You're hey, the biggest baddest. So, and you we, can't ignore China's we economy. We want to be friends. And their market, they've got a billion plus people, billion five people. Man, that's a huge opportunity. But we can hopefully get them to come to a more rational trade agreement. Of course. Of course. Why not? I think we're going to have two out of three quick 
and we might get the third to come to terms sometime soon. Okay. I think all this trade noise is what it is. It's noise. So interestingly enough, right, there's about 15% easy return potential yes. in the market so, right so now based on fundamentals. is telling us something a little bit different than the market is, right? Right. We've got uh, consumer... You know, confidence is is at one of the highest levels since 1999, 2000. It's at the highest sustained level since you know. Uh, people are confident. They feel people good. Are confident. And, Spending and some money. They are so consumer confidence. The consumer uh, confident the conference board consumer confidence numbers at 127.4. Now it's not the highest it's been. It, you know, ever or even in the last couple of months. But it's close. But it's really stinking close. I mean, that means people want to go spend some money. And by the way, we've got the dividend com corner coming up here after we take a break in a couple minutes. Uh, it's going to be a little back to school, back to school to show my dad I'm not a fool. You know, a little Billy Madison there. But anyway, we're going to give you some back to school stocks. Great, right? Awesome. So, but get a grip on that. That was pretty close. I think Adam was, Sandler might be good. pretty pretty proud of me. It was good. It was you know? good. But hey, it was good. And I just did that on the spot. The consumer, but anyway, man, yeah, the consumer. We have the greatest consuming nation in the world. The world has ever seen. Yeah, we'll get this. Check and this don't out. count the U.S. consumer out. You hey, and guess what's happening? What what's happening? We have full employment. Yeah, but wages are on the rise. Even more important, you know how much. Uh, well, the highest levels since September of it was 2008, small. I'm pretty sure. So uh, the Labor Department said that its employment cost index rose nearly 3% in June. 3%. 3%. This is the total cost to employ an employee, right? That cost is going up dramatically for companies because they're paying more in wages. They're they're adding more to 401ks. They're adding more to health care. All these type of things. So far, it has people. not impacted profits. We see it in the earnings. No. Profit margins have been on the rise. Do you know that the profit margin on the S&P has almost never been higher? That's pretty cool. Yeah. And, you know, consumers are spending more money because we have better earnings. And you want to know how that happens? 4% GDP growth, bro. Yeah. So you look at wages and salaries, right? Well, it's 4.1%. It was a huge print. I mean, yeah. and did you know, did you know that print since the recession, it's a top five number. It's one of the best quarterly prints we've had. Top five. But we have quarter over quarter compounded improvement in that number, which I get excited about. It, it's 10 years, right? Compounding's powerful, It's nearly man. 10 years. If you just go 10 years times four, it's 40 quarters. It's top five. It's you the know, best of the best. It's top 10%, and man. You know, we were going down. We went from two to lower than two. And all of a sudden, we've got this trajectory going higher. And people are saying, hey, man, what happens if it's not 4% or better next quarter? If it's only like a three number, we're going to be like, it'll be a catastrophe. And hey, man, as long as the numbers are on trend for 3% positive consecutive GDP growth, we're going to be in great shape. Yeah, I, I think, you know, we're on. So the, says the dividend doctor. Well, the dividend doctor knows what he's talking about. So, look, we're going to take a quick break here, and then we're going to have, uh, you know, the dividend doctor's dividend corner, and uh, we'll be right back. 
At WBI, our goals are simple. We build outcome-oriented investment solutions to reduce loss and maximize return. We want to grow the largest capital base possible so you can achieve your goals. Call us today at 800-772-5810 to find out how we can help you and your clients be successful. Oh, so we're back here. Now, Now, the interesting thing is you can listen to us now on iTunes, Google Play. Hey, you can even have Alexa. Alexa, play Bull Bear Radio, man. I mean, it's pretty cool. We're like everywhere. Check it out. We're on Bull Bear Radio on Instagram. Hey, man, this is season Check four. Check out my Twitter handle, WBI President. Check out Don. We're trying to make finance fun here. So I didn't say that at the top of the show. So we bring some energy, all right? If you want to listen to some boring, you know, financial podcast, this is not it. You, you can go get, you know, a snooze fest at like 20 or 30 different other ones, okay? They, hundreds. Hundreds of them. Get the pick of the litter there. You know, pick whoever you want. This this is this is more fun. We're trying to bring some energy here, bring some information, and hopefully you don't fall asleep is the whole point. Because if you're listening to us in the car, right, and you fall asleep, that's not a good situation, right? Let's go back to school. Okay, so back to school, man. I got three stocks today. Now, the dividend doctor here, he was beating me up because this isn't the high dividend yield list. He was like, dude, one, one hey plus, man, 2% I like, I like dividend. I around 4 or 5%. You know, that's not really what I get excited Snooze about. fest. Nobody, nobody wants those, right? But, you know, you can get some higher growth, growth-infused names that pay some good dividend yield. Then you've got a home run. Yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, you know, we didn't hit this in earnings, but Russell 2000, 29% earnings growth, sales growth of uh, almost 10% with 987 reporting. So, you know, so the small mid cap stocks the small are rocking. The mid cap stocks are doing good. Not maybe as good as last quarter, but good. There's a few red numbers, though. A couple of sectors aren't doing that good, like, uh, you know, the smaller telecom companies, not so hot. Uh, you know, negative earnings number there on half the, the companies are reporting real you know, estate negative, healthcare yeah. negative on earnings. Um, so you know what's really a shocker to me? Large caps are doing pretty good. Is you know you talk about dividend paying stocks. One of one of the high dividend paying sectors, financial services. You know, and they've got good earnings performance. The big banks came out with these tremendous earnings numbers, right? Right, and the whole financial sector has been in the tank from a price standpoint. Prices are it in cannot the toilet, get dude. out of its way. It, it, I know everybody's it's focusing on the fang trade. Okay, so I, I interestingly enough, I've got a fang fang uh, constituent for you. You would, yeah. Well, you know what? It's part of the back to school theme here, and I'll tell you why. Right? If we're looking at Apple, right? Kids are going back to school. They got the smartphones, but they have iPads. The schools that you know are investing in their their students, they're buying I- iPads for the students potentially. Some are yeah. buying Google stuff, you know. But there are a lot of schools Put that are using Apple. Put an iPad on every desk, right? Yeah, that's the music with the colleges. Year, baby. Right. Same thing with colleges, they and they're going to be they, refreshing the product line. So their hey, their profit margin on, on iPads is really good, dude. I read this morning that analysts have this thing. Uh, at a $250 price target. Whoa. Wow. Okay. So that's what analysts are saying. Now, the PE, 18.7. That's on a trailing 12-month basis. Forward, P is seven, forward PE of 17.39. Hey, they just reported, like, on Tuesday. How'd they do? They did pretty darn good. Now, again, uh, dividend, 1.43. They've grown the dividend by 10.76% over the last five years. And you want to know something. They're only up 31% over the last year. So Only? This thing, 
Yeah, I mean that's not one of the best. In, in, not in the best of the fangs, fang trade, right? right? It's, it's not even a Target. Thirty-one percent return over the last twelve months is not good enough for you. Well, you know, not when you is, can pick I mean, other come stocks, on. but the revenue here is great, right? No, we so actually, let's look at we it. actually hear stuff like this from investors. Ugh. Investors get a little bit funny in the brain. They do when it gets to the end of a bull market cycle. So, and returns have been good. You know, they kind of get nuts in the head, and they think that you know, uh, return without risk is free. There's never going to be downside. So, uh, revenue growth accelerated for the seventh straight quarter. Jumping 17% to over $53 billion. All right. So this is a quarter. <laughs> this was this was huge, Can you imagine right? $53 billion for the quarter. Hey, I read that. And, and, I, I read that Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett made $2.8 billion in one day on this stock. I, I wouldn't be surprised. If you own a lot of it, you're doing pretty good. They had a 31% increase year over year in their services business. 31% increase in the services business. This is record revenue for the services business. That's a high profit that was margin sector for them, baby. $9.5 billion. $9.5 billion. Yeah, man. And it's From growing zero like to $9.5 billion. Yeah, just over the last few years. That's it is, crazy. It's a big, big number. That's their secret weapon, man. It is a secret weapon. Now, now uh, you know, the escalating trade tensions, they sell about one-fifth uh, of their sales are in China. Right, but Tim Cook noted uh, the CEO that their uh, growth in other emerging markets is much, much better than China. So um, you know they're still weighing the impacts of tariffs, but th this this is done very well despite tariffs. We got that's a with, big that's back with. to school season. The the uh, revenue that they're generating from iPhone blew analyst expectations out of the water. Their profit margin was high, baby. Yeah, so uh, very good here. Now, their um, earnings per share climbing. I mean, just unreal. This quarter, 2.36 versus a year ago, 1.68. Huge. Hey, listen, though. Huge. You know, they they were able uh, with the uh, uh, new tax act and the repatriation to bring a couple hundred billion dollars back from offshore that was trapped over there. They've used some of that for buybacks, some of that to increase the dividend, and they're reinvesting. I think it was they have over a quarter billion dollars on the balance sheet, over a quarter billion, over dollars. a quarter of a billion, and they are the biggest buyback company in the world. They're buying back this year so, more than a hundred billion in stock. So they have a quarter of a trillion a quarter, on the balance sheet. A quarter of a trillion in that's cash. A, that's a big number. Cash and equivalents, dude. It's it's, dude, it's a, a huge lot. number. It's a lot. And they're at a record valuation. So wait a minute. Do you think they're dividend secure? They got a quarter of a billion dollars. In Boy, cash. I th I, I think, think so. Oh, jeez. I think they're probably in pretty good shape no matter what happens. Yeah, so I, I like Apple. It's a little bit of a tangent back to school play because especially the college age kids, they got to arm up. You know, they got to have oh, the iPads yeah. these days. They got to have the computers. Their computers, they just refresh. Those look pretty good. Yeah, man. those are nice. Man. Whew, I wish I had one of those. I, I got to get me one of those. So, anyway, uh, you know, um, uh, I, bet you, I bet you Kyle's got one. He probably does, man. That's the, our tech guy. Yeah. All the tech guys around here get all the best they already the goodies. Get, yeah, they get all the good stuff, man. But they are making some good stuff, too. You know, so um, look, Target, right? Target, man. Do you, do, it's Target. 
PE trailing 12 months, 16.47. Not bad. Forward, 14.96. Trailing 12 month total return, hey, you know, 45%. Value, value stocks haven't been doing that good. Did you say 45%? 45%. For large cap value? Dude, are you kidding me? Dude, the funny thing is here, everybody's talking about Fang, right? Fang, 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 Fang. We've got a big box retailer here that is blowing. Apple out of the water from a performance oh, perspective the only one. over the trailing Macy's 12 months. Too. You know it's what I mean? It's up almost 60% So these were months. left to Whoop. like, you know, perish, die. Amazon's going to kill them. Well, uh, not so fast, my friends, right? I can't wait to see Lee all Corso, retail- man. Get that these- guy back on TV. All these retailers climbed Jeez. out of the basement, man. Yeah. They were in the bunker because so of Amazon. Di- now they're, now they're climbing doctor. back. They're coming back. Okay. 3.22% dividend yield. Oh, now we're cooking 3.2. They, they grew like by that. 11.5% over the last five years. You like that? Dividend growth rate's 11. Ooh. Now, what you're going to like even better, right? Check out this. $16.7 billion uh, in total revenue, which beats last year uh, $16.2 billion. That's nice. I like that's a nice beat. That's a nice growth rate. Yeah. 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 And and uh, you know, so we'll have to see uh, how they do. They've got a ton of cash on the balance sheet too. They've got a a billion dollars. Good. Um, They need not quite as much last year. They're they're spending some money to try and make some money here. It would seem Mm -hmm. Uh, they're burning a little bit of that cash, but they got cash flow from operations. It's it's down a little bit where it was from where it was a year ago. But hey, uh, they've had to refresh their whole deal. All the all the retailers. Yeah, they're having to compete. Really uh, reinvested heavily in their uh, business. They've changed some of the direction. They're doing a good job. They got the food. They've got you know the snacks. You know the food. They've got the pharmacy. They've also got more importantly pencils, pens, you know, rulers, hey, calculators, all that kind of stuff. Listen, it's and they've where got clothes people, too. It's, it's where parents go to buy this, but especially stuff. if you Back want a value school, too. You know what I mean? You go, you pick all up all the stuff up at one spot. So that that's why we were bringing Target, not Target, Target. Back to school for you here on the dividend corner. Back to school. All right, so last one. Last one. Got to bring that plastic Amex, to Target. baby. Yeah, got to bring, bring the plastic, right? People charge the stuff on Amex. Well, we're Visa, right? right. Everywhere you want to be or whatever. So, I mean, this we is- We like this Amex. Is, They're uh, growing, this, man. Well, this is- They're doing a great this job. This is a stock that we own, and, and here's, here's why, right? Um, they've got uh, a decent dividend. Uh, 1.5. It's in 1. that range. 6. It's 1.41%. All right. Okay. Grown 11% over the last five years. We like that dividend growth rate. Only up 18% over the last trailing 12 months. Meanwhile, people are like adding credit card debt like crazy, which means Amex is making money hand over fist. They've got a PE of 14. Their numbers have really perked up over the last oh couple of gosh. years. Oh, my gosh. People were worried about Amex, man. I, I remember two or three years ago, people were talking about, will they survive? This company is you know, reinvigorated and strong. The consumer has really uh, so last given them a little rocket fuel in so, their financials. Yeah. So uh, this quarter over the prior year's quarter, ten billion versus nine point one billion on net revenue. Right. Um, nice the last, rate. Last few quarters, eight point four billion, eight point eight billion, nine point seven ten. I mean, they're just going the right direction here on revenue, which is which is phenomenal. You right. know. So we think that the lens. 
to uh, all of these businesses, really uh, the lens that you look through is the f- income statement and the balance sheet. Mm-hmm. That's where we get all this information, all these factors, power factors that we use. Look, it's more than a feeling. Oh, it's way more than it's, a feeling. It's more than a As feeling. As a matter of fact, it's math. And we think that math will tell, give you the best answers. And, and I'm not going to sing you that song for you guys. Yeah, you have to really you know, pop the hood and take a look at you know, what the company's been doing. Persistent, just, good performance. That's what we're looking to do. That's why we use math, man. Yeah, man. Instead of guessing. Yeah, so that, that is our back-to-school dividend corner with the dividend doctor. Check us out, WBIinvestments.com. We're bringing fun back to finance. That's another episode of Bull Bear Radio. We'll catch you here on Apple, Google Play. Tune in next week. Thanks, folks. This is Bull Bear Radio, where each week you can count on our real market news and advice. Catch all of our podcast episodes at WBIinvestments.com. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants are clients of WBI, main owned stocks discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly, is suitable for all accounts or profitable all the time, and there is always the possibility of loss. You should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a substitute for personalized investment advice from WBI or any other investment professional. If you have questions regarding the applicability of specific issues discussed to your individual situation, please consult with WBI or your chosen professional advisor. This information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy cannot be guaranteed. WBI's advisory operations, services, and fees are in the form ABV available upon request. You are not permitted to publish, transmit, or otherwise reproduce this information in whole or in part in any format to any third party without the express written consent of WBI Investments, Inc.